You're locked into the Steel Got It talk show with Jimmy Steel on Reach London Radio. Hey, 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 it's your girl, Jenny Steele. It is Monday. I don't know why I'm happy and excited, but you know what? We just got to roll through. Some people don't like Monday. I think Monday has become a good day to just start afresh. Start afresh. So guess what? My guest for today, I'm super duper 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 excited. Now, let me just give you the rundown. Therapeutic practitioner founder and soon to be ceo of milk honey bees and within the next by the time we come back and do another show you will be a published author please welcome ebenita ieri to the still got it talk show hello hello <laughs> one introduction i always say it's always an honor when you introduce me jenny because of like where we're coming from just in terms of the work that we've done together but also it just shows the growth so i'm finally happy to be here come on because, now you know, <laughs> um but yeah i'm so excited Listen, I'm excited. Nothing before it's time and the time is now. And it's an exciting time for you. So listen, for anyone who's locked in that don't know who Ebenita Ieri is, tell them. Well, Ebenita Ieri is Caden's godmom. She's (laughs) Benny Ieri's daughter. She's also the person that probably annoys her manager, Winston and Jenny, (laughs) half the time. But essentially... um, I am a founder, well, I am the founder of Milk Honey Bees, which is a creative and expressive safe space for black girls to put her first through healing, empowerment and resilience. And essentially we're rooted in the liberation and celebration of black girls and their creativity while supporting them therapeutically through a range of different issues that they may have, as well as the journey that they're on um i'm also a therapeutic youth practitioner and essentially that's just like a therapist intertwined with a youth worker but who can work a bit more flexible with young people to understand their feelings emotions and i do that under juvenis which is the sponsor hey so shout out juvenis shout out to juvenis and at that point shout out to groove school too yeah (laughs) (laughs) now listen milk honeybees what do you do So we do a range of different things. Um, I'm going to start with our one-to-one work that we do. So we get referrals from schools through Juvenis or through local authority. And we work to support black girls, essentially understand who they are and work on the issues that they may have been referred for, but also supporting them to understand that you are more than your referral. Understanding that just because you came to us for X, it doesn't mean that's going to be the main bulk of our work. Um, And with our secondary school aged girls, we also do social action projects, a lot of research-based projects, and also facilitating workshops with yourself, Jenny, around healthy relationships. And, you know, we're working with black girls. So when we talk about healthy relationships, we're talking about healthy relationships with self, mom, dad, system services, and even the relationships that they have with us. Because I feel like through that kind of teenage work that we've done we've been able to create a space where the girls feel comfortable as and when to come into the office and talk to us 
Then we have the little bees who seem to be everybody's so favourite at the They're moment. They're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, excited to join a recent photo shoot with you guys and it, they're so cute. <laughs> it was so, so literally cute. Divas. Ev- yeah, that's it. <laughs> so they seem to be everybody's favourite. But essentially, I got the idea from yourself, Jenny, where if I'm working with teens, we also have to be doing early intervention. But to ensure that early intervention isn't like difficult or hard yeah, in, it needs to be fun. It needs to be fun. It needs to be creative. It needs to be just the open space where the girls, again, can be free, can play, but they're learning through those soft skills. And we also get our older girls to help with that. So we've worked with Barbie. We've worked with yourself, Jenny, again. We did a photo shoot last week um, for International Day of the Girl, but it was denim on denim and they showed out. (laughs) (laughs) Them and their (laughs) parents. They showed out. (laughs) And then we have like our 18 to 23 year olds who work on a project base with some of our partners. So for example, Sony Music. And again, it's through the learning working with yourself, Jenny, where we know that at 18, as a girl, let alone a black girl, it doesn't mean that your life is going to be set up. It doesn't yeah. mean that you're going to have access to certain things, but you're also going to chop and change. One minute you want to do fashion, then yeah. you want to do music. <laughs> then the next minute you want to work in finance, then you're like, actually, no, I want to be an astronaut. So having that space for them gives them room to try different careers. But essentially, all in all, what we do is we focus on the personal development, growth, and the issues around the girl to make Make sure that they're safeguarded and feel confident enough to be who they want to be rather than who society wants them to be. Love it. Full of full of projects, opportunities. Yes. Um, and I feel like a project like yours, company like yours, this is just what girls need. Definitely. Um, they need to be inspired, motivated. They need to be learning. There needs to be some early intervention in there as well. So how important do you think your work is for girls young and young women i feel like it's extremely important i think that especially in our community we don't talk about intersectionality enough for what it is and what it looks like and i know that there's amazing work being done around black women being visible we know there's amazing work around black boys and black men and nothing is ever enough but what we find is that there's a limited amount for the intersection of girl and black so I would say Milk Honey Bees and the work that we're doing is very very important but what the key piece of learning that I've got from it is that we don't do what we think the girls want yeah. We do what they want and adapt. So, you know, Jenny, as you know, we've got girls that are like, can you not take us to America? Do you know what? <laughs> One day we will work towards that. But yeah. how about we start with Brighton? Yes, that's right. Yeah. And then maybe we can look at Brighton and then, you know what, maybe we can do a small, small France one yeah, day. We exactly. Can, but if we're going to do that, you lots are going to have to fundraise for it. Yes. We can't just go and apply for funding and then you get your trip. No. What creative ways can you fund and then can you come to us and say, match it? Yeah, that's Do you understand? Right. So yeah. I think the work that we're doing is so important, not just for the voice and visibility, but also for parents. And I think with everything that we've dealt with as an organisation <laughs> for the last week, and, you know, I want to say people don't see that side of yeah. any of our roles. There's no way that we can take a picture or video some of the conversations and sessions that we have. Definitely Because not. it goes against safeguarding, it goes against ethos. And just as a human being, like, I don't want to be putting no child's business out there especially in the wrong way yeah but 
the learning that I got from this week is that you're always learning. <laughs> There's always something. Yeah. So what my reflection is for our work is that parents, especially mums who may have had their daughters specifically younger, who are parenting their daughters, but also relearning. This is also a space for them to be able to feel supported, feel guided and get the nurturing their inner child wants. And let's be real, Jenny, between me and you, (laughs) we love when the girls are sent gifts because we're like, yeah, we can, yeah, our inner child is going to have that. No, definitely. Shout out to your Barbie. Listen, definitely. Listen, let me just give you a little insight there. I'm doing a Barbie transformation (laughs) on a doll. That's all I'm saying. And at that point, I'm going to shout out to the Barbie community (laughs) on youtube (laughs) i am not joking i'm going to intercept this right now to shout out the barbie doll community on youtube if you are trying to revamp your child's doll or even some dolls that you have listen i've got all the insights for you and it's coming very very soon we love dolls we love the play you know we've all um, experience that Lego I've I've even started colouring yes. myself um, especially when I'm working from home in between meetings because I feel like it's just an area of us like mm. it lets you relax my mind just goes off and then I can literally see all these wonderful colours <laughs> that I've created so no play is very very important and um, we're going to talk a little bit more about play up after the break but um, can anyone join because this is the thing, isn't it? Yes. When we're on social media, people see all of the wonderful work and stuff that's going on. But can anyone join? So essentially the answer is yes, but the answer is also no. So the criteria is yes, black and girl. However, to manage capacity, to manage the support and the service, we work on a referral basis in yeah. terms of through schools, partners, and that is all kind of managed by Juvenis again managed by Juvenis but I work for Juvenis and Milk Honey Bees so still through me so we have a referral process but we also do projects that we like girls to apply for now sometimes I always get a pushback around but why don't they just turn up um in life you know when you Mm -hmm. apply for things you have to apply and I think that teaching the girls the soft skills of filling out an application and the application is always quick and easy that they can do on their phone but you know what Meet us halfway so that we know you want it and we'll take it like further with you. Right now, I'm going to be honest, we are at (laughs) capacity. capacity. (laughs) Like we are so at capacity that even with the little bees, I'm getting, oh, can I bring my cousin? Can I bring my my sister's niece's niece? (laughs) No, we are at capacity. In this work, I would love to say, if it was up to me and Jenny, we'd probably take over this building and just... just, (laughs) I think we would just have every young person Person. just... (laughs) come like can we come today yes Yes, (laughs) definitely because we don't you know we don't see it enough Mm. we don't have it enough which is why it was really um the right time for us to have this conversation because obviously we're going to be talking about the book that you guys have collaborated on which is exciting but i also kind of want the community to hear some of the great work that Mm. is happening with our girls by our girls amazing no it's it's true i think that's the key thing with and by our girls. And yeah. so if we just said, yeah, 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 we've got space, the with and by would be missed yeah. because it would just be ticking boxes for social yeah. media or for funders. And I believe, and, you know, Jenny, you can test to this, every single girl that has w- worked with Milk Honey Bees for Milk Honey Bees has the opportunity to go and come, but also work with yourself. Definitely. Also work with Winston. Definitely. And believe it or not, 
there's always an incentive. Definitely. So we was just having a conversation earlier about the fact that, oh no, October is going to finish soon. By next week, we're going to start getting emails. Hi, it's half term. Any opportunities? Yeah. Hey Jenny, That's Christmas right. is coming. Do you need yeah. any help? Yeah. Because... To us, a voucher may just be a voucher, but to these girls, it goes a long yeah. way. Have yeah. you ever seen a group of black girls roll up to a shop with 10 different vouchers and people are looking <laughs> at them like, where did they get all of this? <laughs> and on each voucher, there's nothing less minimum. Such yeah? a good idea. 50 pounds. Such a good so idea. for us, it's about also making sure that we can incentivize the projects. But we have so many things loading outside of the book um, and with the book. You know, next year is an exciting year for everyone yeah. but in terms of what the organization has done some of the partners project yana project yana <laughs> um, some of the partners there will be room for you know things and obviously now is a good time to start thinking about what next summer could look like and Definitely. bringing back you know some of the things that we also lost jenny you know me yeah. and jenny lockdown i think lockdown yeah. lockdown has I know it seems like so far away for some and just the other day for others, mm. but it really did change the way we work with young people. It changed the things that we put in place. Definitely. You know, now we've got this whole cost of living mm. and, and the difficulty that our very families are going to have, but we did get to that point, point during yeah. lockdown as well. So to see it coming back around, knowing that there's some stuff that we're going to have to put in yeah. place or some events and stuff that we're going to have to create to make sure that our young people are still um being able to enjoy yeah what we do is it and they have like you know sometimes i think with milk honey bees people don't see the ripple effect but i can you know we see it from the little bees to their moms to the older girls to their moms you know we had on just last week we had a mom a grandma and working with the daughter and her little sister. Yeah. So that kind of intergenerational like whole, yeah. aspect of Definitely. it. Mum got to bond with her mum whilst bonding with grandkids in a space, you know. Yeah. And when we talk about cost of living, again, the intersection of black and girls. Some of these girls are expensive <laughs> to get, you know, hair done, yeah. shoes, Christmas presents. We want to make sure that we want everyone to have a more pleasurable yeah. experience navigating life and not just latching on to like key holidays, but making sure that we offer things throughout the year that are economically friendly, but also fun. So we will be launching a few exciting things next year. I know, so, I yes. can't wait. <laughs> I absolutely can't wait. And I just feel like this opportunity to be able to share some of the stuff that is happening and hopefully by next year it will move on a bit more of a bigger scale um we do wish that it could be work that's delivered everywhere but you know it's coming um for you as a young woman i can't wait until actually we come up to the break which we're coming to <laughs> now up after the break we're going to be talking about the collaboration book girlhood unfiltered we're also going to be talking about teen girl empowerment and we're going to talk to you a little bit deeper ebby around what it's like to be approaching 30 around that 30 uh, with a business Oof. and what are the challenges because i know it's a conversation that's been had I know that um, some of the listeners over the last few months have actually messaged to talk about, can we um, have a little bit more conversation around running a business before 30? Yeah. Like the pressures. So it's there, it's been loading. So you know what, we're going to get into that after the break. Now, I ask all of my guests to choose a track. 
So I'm going to get you to interview, introduce your track and then we're going to find out why you chose that track. So my absolutely amazing track is by Bella off her new EP, Adultsville. And coincidentally, the track I've chosen is Adultsville. <laughs> Retuned in radio. Broadcasting live. Download our app from your app store. Catching these tricks feels like I'll never catch a break Ain't enough grace for me to make the same mistakes I take a while to get used to all these changes we are now approaching Adultsville. This is a one-way trip. This area is known for its pickpockets. So as you are stepping off the train, please remember to hold on to your heart, your integrity, and if you can, your innocence. Be safe. Got evicted from my youth Didn't even get a notice But I savored all the moments If I understood the process Obsessing over things that didn't help my progress Stiff lessons Had to learn them quick, had to learn them on the go Just pass some fake it till you make it from the start It's like I can't show my feelings anymore Like it's against the law Fabulous. Now listen, interesting. Interesting track. Please tell us why you chose that track. Oh, I chose the track because I think right now there's a lot of transitioning going on in my life. I'm transitioning. In fact, there's one transition that I'm not trying to let go of, which is my transition from Juvenish. You know, I'm holding <laughs> on to that one. Um, but that is more an evolving than a transition. But I'm transitioning from like holding on to girlhood and transitioning into the quote-unquote peak of my womanhood and you know with everything that I've experienced I just felt like Adultsville reminds me of what I'm letting go of and where I'm going to which also segues nicely into Girlhood Unfiltered because 
I feel like that song represents me being able to let go of that girlhood and basically pass the mic to the girls and say, this is you now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going that way. I don't want to go this way. Trust me, womanhood <laughs> is not looking cute <laughs> because it, it's it's beautiful, but there's bills over there. I really want to <laughs> hold on to girlhood and just stay paying my phone bill. Um, but I have to let go. And I just feel like Bella ended the track with talking about an ode to her like younger self and that she owes it to her younger self and I think that sometimes as women we don't think about like we've gone through some stuff like we owe it to our younger selves to appreciate and that's why I guess with Girlhood Unfiltered it's more than just an anthology it's literally a love letter that some of these girls in 20 years will look back on and be like oh wow you know I remember when I wrote this I was like 16 and you know kind of like a reflection so I'm so excited for the book and obviously I hope everyone loved the track because it's Listen, between the track and the book, I mean, the track, I get it and I understand it. And I feel like every show I do, I always ask about your younger self as often as I can, because I feel like we do owe our younger self that. And we are inspiring and motivating other people. And it doesn't matter what you do, where you're at, what company you work for, whether you work for yourself or you work for someone else, there's always going to be someone who looks up to you. And either it's you in your job or you in your life or just you as a person. Mm. So, you know, it's always nice to be able to say, like, what would you say to your younger self? And what are the points that you're at that you, you could look at and know that at one point when you was younger you didn't know what life was going to look like. But now if you was to say that to your, you know, 16 or 17 year old self, you'd be able to say, listen, everything's going to be okay. You're going to go through a few ups and downs. That's life. It's normal. You know, try and get as much support Mm. as possible. So yeah, these girls are going to have, yeah, it's going to be really, really exciting for them to actually come back and have a look at what they put in that book. Definitely. And and see the differences. Yeah. And I think for all girls, you know, it, it, it's a reflection and testament even to you as a mentor because you've been written an anthology. You've had this experience of talking to your younger self and literally that being a catalyst to talk about things moving forward. And I'm so <laughs> glad that I wrote that letter that is in that book because I can refer to that as a pivotal point as my teenage self exactly. where, where I thought my life was going to it. go down, 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 down. And I was, you know, at a place where... I look back now and I'm like, my business is built from this. This, this exactly I that. own a business exactly. from that experience. This so, you it. know, there is empowerment. There's mm. positivity in that. Yes, it was hard. Yes, it was challenging. But look how far we've come. Yeah, 100%. And that's why, you know, I think what I would say to my younger self is that your pain became your power. Yes. And I know as cliche as that sounds, and I'm not saying that every single pain became power because the pain of council tax is definitely, <laughs> I don't see that as powerful yes. in any way. Trust me. I'm sure there's a lot of us saying yeah, yes. Man, definitely, definitely still a pain. But you know what? The painful things that I thought I wouldn't overcome, I've utilised to become powerful mainly within myself before I even think about milk honey bees because sometimes I feel like if you've gone through things it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to set up something or you have to do something within that but when you take elements of do you know what I learned this I learned that I learned how to survive yeah you can naturally just turn that pain and re-empower yourself so that's kind of what I'd say to my younger self girl your pain turned to power 
Definitely. And and it's such a blessing. I think there's something in all of us to be able to say to our younger selves, because as we said, at that time, you feel like everything is over. Mm. Nothing's going to go right. No adults are listening to me. This isn't happening. That isn't happening. But, you know, fast forward, there's always something to take from that, which is so like it's so exciting. I'm excited for you. And I know that the letter I wrote to my younger self went into a book five years ago and I still reference that letter i still read that letter when i do programs in schools i give them that book because that is a piece of me where i know that if i'm going to look back i'm going to look back to that point yeah and know that when i thought it was over it I wasn't could, it, yeah def- it was just the start this is it it was just the start now before the break right we spoke about play therapy yes right and i kind of wanted to make sure that we put this out there to Mm. to parents and and adults and young people as a therapeutic practitioner how important is play therapy it's extremely important a for my well-being because if i if i take in so much information and there's not an element of play or movement i won't be able to function with the young person and i think sometimes people don't look at practitioner's responsibility or practitioner's well-being you know we have to go through supervision or personal therapy but the element of having something to fidget with or play also helps but with children play is another form of telling stories now if we think about our under 10s they're going to be accustomed to play because it's something that they're told that they can do freely and so it doesn't come unnatural to them using colored pens not unnatural If we look at some of our teenage now, having the element of play in our sessions sometimes is a bit, it throws them off because it's like, you're telling me to do something that I probably would get in trouble for doing in class because I'm (laughs) supposed to sit still, but I can't sit still because I've got things on my mind. I've now come to see you and you've said I can bounce off the walls. This is confusing. Yeah. But what it shows is that A, play is limitless, but it also helps me as the professional be able to hear different sides of the story using whatever materials they want to use. And Adults are probably like, oh, I'm not going to be playing. Play can be anything from going outside yeah. to using Lego. Lego is a really good tool to see, to tell stories and build worlds and talk about safety from using dolls to balls. You know, we have fidget toys, different cards. I think it's about using different mediums yeah. and allowing the creativity to flow through play and not as adults kind of being like, oh, no, 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 you know, you have to just talk about your feelings. I've gotten more out of the girls that I've worked with through using mind maps and coloured pens and, you know, what would you say to your five-year-old self or, you know, bring in an object that your five-year-old self would have liked. (laughs) It gets them thinking, it gets them off their phone. You know, it's another way of communicating, this is how I feel rather than what have I done. So I think it's extremely important. But even... For adults, in terms of our practice, it teaches us new communication styles, working with young people, but also working with the adults that may not understand your young person. So you can then (laughs) say to that adult, do you know what? I'm going to bring up the imaginary friend that this young person told me about. This is the feelings they're communicating to that imaginary friend. They may not have felt comfortable communicating it to either one of us, but you know what? Because I've kind of attuned to the land of imagination, of creativity, when I've got this imaginary friend there, do you know what? I'm I'm also like, yeah, let's link up. Me and my imaginary friend are coming. Let's have a let's have a link <laughs> up. Like 
And the young person is then like, do you know what? This is comfortable. I can talk. I can reenact situations that may yeah. have happened and I don't feel heavy. It just like, I leave it there and we process it together. So it helps. Um, and so I encourage adults, especially adults with teens, yes. especially mums and dads with daughters and sons. If you have a teenage child, and I'll give an example because we've spoken a lot about girls. Let's talk about boys. If your son is into like gaming or yeah. anything like cars or fixing, anything like that, you know, I don't want to prescribe what a boy should be doing because we don't believe in that. But if you know that you've got a son and he's really hands-on, get involved. Yeah. A puzzle is probably one of the best ways. Like I've seen it in my household. My, when my dad and my brother are doing puzzles, you'd think that it's like Arsenal van versus Manchester United <laughs> because you know they're really in it. But they they have some conversations that in passing you're like you really want to get involved. But do you know what? That's their time. Yeah. If you've got a daughter, mums, let's take it away from just the nail shop and makeup shopping and clothes shopping. Go and do some pottery. Yeah. Do you know what? Go and do some rock climbing. I know some mums are going to be like, girl, rock climbing. But do you know what? They've got indoor yeah. ones. Let's switch the status Love quo. <clears throat> Let's play with our teens and make sure that they feel like I'm gaining new experiences. Yes, we can do the structural cooking. And, you know, as black mums, we want our daughters in the kitchen and stuff. But coming away from all of that, sitting down with your daughter, buying a tutu Barbie doll and reenacting the mother-daughter relationship. <laughs> get the daughter, <laughs> get the daughter to be the mum and you, and you know, it's like, no, 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 no. But you know what? Out of that, there's going to be laughs. Yeah. There's going to be tears. But what you're going to build is respect yeah. because it's another way of putting yourself in that person's shoes without it feeling heavy. We love it. Certain I people in the that. office don't really love when me and Jenny get to play it, but we got to play. We've got everything Listen, to play. Listen, I think that for anyone who, you know, works with young people in, in any capacity, mm. that play is, you know, it's part of it and it also opens up the bond. Yeah. But I also know that, you know, as a glamour, I know that how much play actually has me bonding with my it. grandchildren because... The play now is different to when mm, my children were small. Exactly. I may not have had as much time to have done those things. It was, we're going here, we're going there, after school yeah. club, da, da, da. But now, um, as a glamorous glamma, grandparent, <laughs> um, it is that time, the time of reading, making yes, up stories, stories. Yes. you know, putting myself in there as the superhero and things like this that. Just to kind of break down my work um, or my day, um, so that they can have this understanding of, oh, wow, this is really cool. But also there's something there about if when you was doing it, so one of them said something that was a bit like, oh, I've never heard you say that. Instead of scolding them, yeah. do you know what? Let's yeah. continue to use this play to have that conversation. I know right now there's a lot of parents that are like, there's so much going on in the world. Some things I agree with, some things I don't, but I need to have a conversation. Yeah. And do you know what? As adults, what I've learned and reflected on this week alone, sometimes adults find it hard talking to young people. Fine. Whether What I've learned also is I'm not a parent, but I'm fortunate to have a mum and dad who also found it hard talking to me. So they just used to shout. And do you know what? I stopped listening. It just didn't work. Didn't yeah. work. So what I've learned is that we need to use different styles to communicate with our young people. And I know that through that experience that you've had, Jenny, if any of your grandchildren displayed or reenacted something that was like mm, you'd know how to kind of approach yeah. it so it's also a good way to talk about 
for example, cost of living. You know, when your child is going around and chucking things in the trolley yeah. that you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm sure that's happened to yeah, barely of Put us. that down and then you get the kicks and the screaming and the... To yeah. avoid that, use play to have a conversation. Paper money yeah. is a form of play. You know, Definitely. I, I want I want play to come back because I remember imagination making my mom empty cup of tea and she'd be like, yeah, listen, you know? that's what I've been doing <laughs> yeah. now. We've got the shop. This is it. Um, and you know, we buy an ice cream or yeah. we buy in milk or we buy. We've got the shop, and and you're right. And now I'm looking myself, thinking we've got the shop, we've got the paper money, we've got the items. This is the time for us to actually be in the shop and go. I don't have enough money. Yeah, you know, or. Um, I don't know, can I bring you the money back? Yeah. I just need to go back, back home. home. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And bring the money back. But you're right. There is also that part of play that we could actually start doing so they understand. Dad, actually, yeah. no. Um, Mummy or daddy came to the shop and didn't have enough money and had to go home or whatever. Yeah, and it cuts out the... <laughs> and it cuts out, you know, it, it cuts out so many things. Using play to approach conversations... And I'm not saying, you know, give your teenager teen, uh, like paper money and break it down to them <laughs> like that. Obviously, every age within play. But it, for those, I'm specifically speaking to parents with teenagers and obviously with teenage girls, using activities, different types of forms and methods to have conversations that are difficult, that are in, out of the norm. There's no point in going to the nail shop to sit down with your daughter to have a conversation about relationships whereas we know yeah, stereotypically that's, not, yeah. that's where us women will go to have those conversations yeah, yeah. whereas if you want to talk to your daughter about relationships go to an art gallery yeah sounds weird but you know what go to an art gallery do a, i don't know do a tour of london yeah do something that is going to be out of the norm that can be used as a memory to also remember that conversation oh do you know what I've got a situation with... They've got a situation with their friends. Oh, when I went here with my mom or I went here with Jenny, yeah. do you know what? Yeah. We was playing basketball. Yeah. But actually, we spoke about this and it also means that the messaging that parents and practitioners are giving young people, they can give it back to other young people yeah. in a way that's easier. Definitely. Yeah. I love, 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 love no that. So if you've just joined us, you are in tune to Reach London Radio. This is the Still Got It talk show. I'm your girl, Jenny Still. We're here with Ebenita Ieri and it is going down. We are talking all things uh, black girlhood, all things inspirational, teens, um, talking to young people, spending time with young people, therapeutic practitioner work with young people. And now, listen, I just I just am in awe of what's about to happen. These girls are now about to have their voice in books. Legacy has landed. So now we're going to, I want to get into tips. Mm. Tips on teen empowerment. Now I'm gonna say maybe three. Is that two? Because no. I know you've probably got you. You, you could probably write a book on this. <laughs> so mean. let me just be let me just be clear on the three or four. Okay. Um, I'm gonna do four just because I like odd numbers. That always allows me to get more in there. <laughs> You're very clever. She's yes. very clever. <laughs> um, but you know what? I'm gonna do three specifically for four teens, and then I'm gonna talk to women and teens in the last one. So three specific things that I would say to teens. One, listen. 
listen to others, listen to yourself. Make sure that you're listening to hear, not listening to respond. Because what you find is that sometimes we think that we know everything, but you know what we don't? If I'd listen and I know my dad is going to be like, "Hmm, yes, tell them, yes. If I'd listened to my parents a long time ago, do you know what? I probably would not have the council tax battle that I have now. Um, And yes, behaviour is a form of communication and sometimes we're not listened to. But listening is a really, really, the most powerful tool that I can offer anyone. That I'm listening to you and I'm hearing you, not listening to respond. But listening also means listening to your body. And I think that that segues nicely into my second one, which is rest. Listen to your body. Girl, can you say that again for the people in the back? (laughs) Rest, yeah? rest is so important in fact rest is a form of resistance being able to say no putting yourself first you know the milk honey ethos is put her first and no matter how much certain people winston will be like it's all about her yes it is all about her put her first put healing empowerment and resilience first and rest because it is a form of resistance and i think the last one i would say in terms of an empowerment tool is love yourself And I know it's hard because we're growing up in a time of we see what others are doing. But you know what? Loving yourself starts with within. And if you listen to yourself and you rest, trust me, it will help you with loving yourself. Self-love, as me and Jenny say, it's more than just a bubble bath or a bath bomb. Trust me (laughs) that. I know that my girls can just... Listen, if my girls are locked (laughs) in, yeah, you know. Yeah? (laughs) It's more than just lighting a candle and journaling. Self-love starts from within. Yes, those things do help. They boost the love that you have for yourself. To look good is everything, but you know what? To feel good is better, especially internally. And then the last one that I would give to us all essentially is community and sisterhood. Mm. And I think that supporting each other goes beyond what it's, it looks like online. It's also supporting each other and mentioning each other's names and uplifting each other when no one else is there that looks like you. And what, what I mean is when you're in a space where you are the only you, remember that you're literally not alone. You may be the only one alone in that environment, Mm. but there is a thousand millions of women who look just like you, who are lifting you up and who you're also carrying behind. And I learned that sisterhood through even the work that I do with Jenny. Like, you know, we always talk about our mentoring relationship. If you know me, you know that I've been very very reluctant to even share Jenny with others Um, so the fact that I'm coming on radio like at this time I've always been in the background nine times out of ten I am there but it's it's about being able to process the sisterhoods and learn about it and just grow so for me sisterhood is just also more than just like yeah I'm doing teen empowerment it's also about how are you showing it in and beyond your platform like in your personal life so yeah yeah I'm with you on that. I feel like we need to be very reflective. And when you get to certain ages, you know mm. that you can hold yourself accountable for that. This is it. And, you know, I anyone who knows me and you guys who have worked with me yourself as well, you know that I'm not just trying to be out in the world mm. doing as much as I can for everybody else. Like my family, I say it, family first. Something happens, I'm dropping everything and I'm going to do that because what I don't want is to be out here killing it, um, smashing it in the world and then for my children to be looking going, okay, you're out here again. Uh, What about us? 
so you know for me that is very very valuable and and i just i live by that mm. um and i feel like that's what makes me who i am definitely um, and, and it's also, you know, it's important for us to learn those things. If we're going to be working with young people and, and talking mm-hmm. to them about their challenges, then we've also got to be mindful of how we are living our life. Definitely. Um, and that just goes, to, it, it, it just goes for anything because mm-hmm. otherwise you'll get the smart young person that's going to say, well, I can see you. you are not doing this or yeah. doing that. And as much as we know young people, young people, adults, adults, they have a point. Yes, and they can yeah. see it. Like, we know, like, we've got some cheeky girls that will walk <laughs> up in here and be like, Rah, Jenny, you look tired, man. <laughs> Ebby, you look tired, man. Yeah, we are. We're not going to be like, oh, no, no. No, yeah. we are. It's got to be, yeah. And do you know what, yeah. girls? I'm not having the greatest of time right now. I'm finding it a bit hard, but I'm here, I'm present. It, you know communication is what you know and, the theme. and also we are human beings this is it and i think you know young people do need to know that this is reality they have enough mm. um stories and an excitement to watch online Nine, on yeah. so many different levels and so many different platforms that we have to have that honesty with them 100 um, and everyone goes up and down we are all human, human beings yeah. we ain't robots over here no. working with you and you guys are the humans and we're the robots it doesn't work like that so i love um those points that you've given and also i just like the fact that you haven't just given it to the young women Mm. you've also given it to the women and i feel like whether you're an elder or whether you're a younger you're going to take something from that and it's going to be really really important for us to do that so i'm excited like the girl the girlhood unfiltered i'm excited to actually even receive a copy and hold a copy um now listen before we go because i know we are fast approaching the time so before we go i did talk a little bit about as you approach 30 and this is your 30 year yes Uh, hey 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 exciting an exciting time for you but i also know the pressures that Mm. are around for um young people who are approaching 30 whether you're male female um and the pressures of having a house having a car having a fiance having a um Mm. potential partner um having things in place how is that like what is the challenges for you as a young woman who is running a business and running your own life and then you know you're approaching 30 and you may not have the norms of what the socials mm. say that you should have by 30 oh it's a difficult one i think that what we're seeing now is a lot more pushback so shout out to my 30 plus crew because <laughs> yeah we are seeing a lot more women and men who are in that 29 to like 35 bracket saying no you know how yeah. would you expect It'd me to have time. 10 children a mortgage four dogs with a white fence in this kind of climate it doesn't yeah. make sense no true. um but how i manage i guess is i have a really good support system like you said family over everything yes i am nigerian and i am the first daughter but i guess what my family have seen is that where my passion lies 
is where my passion lies and they support me. I'm never really forced into anything. And you should also know I am also very protected, <laughs> not just my family. Um, but in terms of these pressures, I think that they're going to be there whatever age I am. Once I turn 30, there's other pressures that Girl, come. Girl, you know, be ticking on me. I'm it. about to tell you. So <laughs> I think for us, it's also about... <laughs> looking at how and having more conversations about how women can have it all yeah and all doesn't necessarily mean what society deems as all i can have my business right now and decide do you know what i want to raise my children and not work yeah. in the future it's about being able to do the things that our moms couldn't do Hey, <laughs> our moms couldn't do so do you know what Amen and our dads that. and yes. our dads and yes. also remembering that everybody's time is different. Just like you started the show, no better time to have this conversation now. Definitely. Everyone's time is different. And I think for me, it's about, and this is this is something for me to think about, about how I can facilitate spaces for my 30 plus crew who do work in social justice because I know that the creative industry has it. Yeah. You know, they have their creative link ups that are more a bit, that are less worky, a lot more fun, just like our youth workers one. Yeah. But there needs to be something for the 30 plus who are running businesses. And my advice is just keep going, doing what Definitely. you're doing. <laughs> Have fun, rest, take breaks, take breaks, catch flights, not feelings. Yes, I am a, yes, big, yes, yes. a big advocate for that. <laughs> catch flights, explore, travel, because you know what? Some of the most creative ideas that I've had for Milk Honey Bees have been when I shut off from Milk Honey Bees. Yeah, no, Because definitely. I'm in a reflective space. And you know what? The pressures that are around us, I always say, I make this joke with my friends. If all of us, if all of you have kids now, who will my kids play with? Yeah. Do you understand? Like who... Who are my kids going to play with? So it's about also making sure that you can find the humour in the things that you may not have so that it doesn't send you into a space where you need to think that you have. Because again, I repeat, everybody's time is the best time. Definitely. I never knew that right now I'd be doing what I do. I never knew that. Um, and I'm thankful that I am doing it because do you know what? I have, like you said, we've spoken about legacy. I have a bag of aunties that don't even know the children I'm going to give them. Yeah, so shout out to Milk Honey Bees. All the girls, like I said, they're stolen my charger, turned up late. Oh, i got a bag of children for you coming. <laughs> no, but it, it, you you hit it there. And, I, and I'll also kind of say that who knows what you're going to do and mm. when. And that whole, can you have it all and be successful? I believe you can. Of course. Because you're always not going to be the same as my all. And success is defined yeah, in different ways. Exactly that. Exactly that. So for me, I'm going to say, listen, I weren't supposed to run a business. I was writing programs. And here you are. Yeah. <laughs> I was writing programs and I am the owner of a business five years plus. That this wasn't my aim. I didn't want to work with um, girls. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and and I didn't know that that was there for me. I didn't know that mm. I was going to have the opportunity to do that. And then we're talking about being 40 plus. Exactly. And starting a business. So, you know, I, I feel like you're right. I feel like the pressures are there. The challenges are there. They're always going to be there. But I feel like don't put yourself under too much 100%. pressure. Nothing happens before it's time. time. And for some people, it's quick, quick. And for some and of for us... for some people, it's not. It's a process. And you know what? Like I've, what I've learned through <clears throat> Milk Honey Bees and even working with yourself and Winston is that my inner child also needed to get what she needed to get. Yes. And if she didn't, would I be functioning the way that I am? No. Yeah. Would I be able to be happy in a relationship, have children, 
in a household? No, because 15 year old me would have come out now and that wouldn't have been right. And she still does come out, but you know what? Yeah. She's learnt boundaries. I've learned so much about myself. There's no point. And I, again, this is a whole other conversation that, you know, we could have. It's about women my age knowing that, yes, the pressures are on. They've told us about time clock and all of this. But none of us want to take everything that we've worked for and kick down doors for and go and put ourselves in an unfortunate situation where we feel like we have regret or we've lost it all. Yeah. And that's the same for men. So do you know what? Right now where everybody's doing what they're doing, they're killing it in like professional they're working on their self even the little steps their mental their physical let's do it because yeah. you know what when we come together we could create better change and more change just Definitely. in terms of navigating the world so for me don't rush take your time in doing all the things and celebrate yourself achieve the thing because like I said 15 year old me is sitting here in the same building thinking how what yeah. Yeah. No, it's and not being possible. Able, you know what? Being able to look back. back. And I'm just saying, like, you know, we, we, we see that quote and we hear that don't look back. But and le- listen, look back. sometimes you have to look back. You just take one your, glance. And like, while whoop. you're looking back, pat <laughs> yourself, yourself on the back and walk forward. forward. This is it. Yeah. And, and be in that moment of there's something being achieved. This no matter it. how big, no matter how small. small. Facts. Yeah, so thank you so, so much. It's been a beautiful pleasure to have you here. It's been so inspirational no and motivational. Worries. Where can everyone find you, the bees, the book? Okay. Because that book is loading. Yes, There's a few days is. left. Oh. So how can they just go and even still pre-order? Where can they do that? So for those of you that are Amazon friendly, of course you can find <laughs> the book on Amazon. If you are against Amazon, um, you can find us on Nights Off. But essentially, milk at Milk Honeybees on Instagram, at Milk Honeybees on Twitter. All the book information is in our bio. You will see we've just excitingly launched new partnerships. So go and check out our work. Love that. Um, I am at Ebonita Iere on Instagram and at Ebonita on Twitter. Ebonita, it's been beautiful. I never call you that. I know. That means you're in trouble, no joke. (laughs) (laughs) Ebby, thank you so much. It's been such a blessing. You know what? I'm going to take this time to big up the bees, the big bees, the small bees, um, the family of bees. You know, I love you guys and just keep up the good work. That is some flowers for you. You can catch me back next week, Monday, right here at Reach London Radio. Shigel, Jenny Steele. This is Steele. Got it. Shout Shouts out to management. Shouts out to other presenters and DJs. Keep doing your thing. Shouts out to the sponsors. That is Juvenis and Groove School. Have a great, fantastic rest of the week. We out. Broadcasting live. Download our app from your app store.